Heart. You gotta have heart. Miles and miles of heart. What is heart? Heart is running through a return man when the game is on the line. Heart is giving everything you have in practice, day after day. Heart is finding the strength to run down the field one more time when you can barely breathe. The heart in me pumps Husker Red. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Five Heart Podcast, brought to you by Coronation, hosted on the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. I am Greg Mahochko. I am one half of your broadcast team. Joining me, as always, is my good friend, fellow Husker fan, and longtime broadcast buddy, Mr. Brian Told Brian, episode 27, and we've, uh, we're, we're going to be kind of all over the place, but it's going to be, I think, a relatively, especially after last week and the week before, I think it's going to be a relatively upbeat show. What do you think, sir? It it can be. I mean, I I spent the weekend watching Nebraska baseball last weekend. That's right, the Frisco kid. How how was your trip? It, you know, I'll say this about Nebraska baseball, and it kind of as we recorded t- we Nebraska lost to Western Carolina mm-hmm. five to two today. Um, Nebraska's going to have to find some offense somewhere, and, and, and that's just the honest truth. Because you know, all weekend. The pitching kept it in for the most part, two to three games. Our Arkansas game got a little out of here, yeah, so whatever. But, you know, on your unearned runs hurt Nebraska against Oklahoma State. Um, unearned runs hurt Nebraska today against Western Carolina. They let up two unearned three out of their five scored runners. So, you know, Nebraska going to find some offense, and they're going to have to carry the ball better on defense because that's going to be a big issue come conference play. And, you know, Nebraska's a number, got one of the best strength of schedules. In fact, deep. Top strength of schedule in America right now. That I, being I said we learned that, that what in the flakes over on Coronation yeah. this morning, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. Um, that all being said, you still have to win games. Sure, you, you still have to win games. Um, and, and I know Nebraska's throwing a guy out there that in you know, see that coming back with Tommy John. I know Jake Myers is kind of doing double duty, but they got they got a bat and they got to win games. I mean, Nebraska has all of one home run, if I remember right. So. It's not good, Bob. Oh. And that was that was just what Wednesday night or something. The that was a uh, that was Tuesday afternoon. Tuesday. Hit a, okay, hit a massive win assisted dong over the left center in Haymarket Park. So we uh, over here on the Five Heart Podcast, we prefer the term "dinger" and not "dong." So get get on get on our get on our page, sir. The donger eat food. <laughs> uh. Speaking of food, uh, we were talking about this. This popped up in in my Facebook memory feed uh, six years ago, it was, uh, back when I was doing terrestrial radio and not podcasting. Uh, I had a little fun. I, I, I was doing anything I could to break up the monotony of the day. And so one of the things that I came up with on my Facebook page was the Snack Cracker Tournament of Champions. It is exactly what you think of. Uh, now, Brian, you're aware, so I'm, I'm telling you know the everybody else. It's exactly what you think of. Uh, I took suggestions and you know put them into like a bracket. This you know this time of year, brackets are hot. Um, and we were reminiscing about this. My, my buddy who helped me put it together, he was a big fan of water biscuits, and I kept telling him those would never win, and they didn't. Uh, but as I as I shared with you, the the final 
came down to, and by the way, these, uh, and this is all based on popular vote. You know, you'd go to the Facebook page and, and you, you know, vote with a comment of, oh, I want Cheez Its or Wheat Thins or whatever. Uh, but the Cheese Ball finale, the Cheese Ball final, which was the, the, the Grand Cup, if you will, came down to chicken in the biscuits. And club crackers. Now, Brian, even though you know the winner, if it was your, if you had a say, who would you crown the the victor of the the first and subsequently only uh, snack cracker tournament of champions? Wheatens. Wheatens were, were not in the final, sir. You didn't ask me if you didn't say out of the two final ones. You just said which one. No, 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 no. Cracker. I, I but I allude. I mean, why would I? Okay. Because I take I'm literal um, chicken and a biscuit, and I tell you why because it's delivered for easy cheese. Yeah, yeah, but club crackers are also for easy cheese. No, chicken and a biscuit because that's how that's how you got through life at Pius. Chicken and a biscuit and easy cheese. I, I, all right. So that being said, uh, club crackers were the champions again based Trash. on a popular vote. But we had we had thirty two different, you know, crackers types in this. So um, I was I was surprised. I honestly thought that the winner would be a, you know, like a wheat thin or something like that. But club crackers ended up taking it. So I, they were they were a top seed in their region. So is wheat thins got screwed. Wheat thins were also a top seed. Yeah, I was actually. I, I think the final four. Now that if I'm going back and thinking about, it, I think the final four were uh, Wheatens, Club, Cheez-Its, and Chicken and the Biscuits. Cheez-Its, Cheez-Its are what you eat when you're yeah, desperate. Now, now, don't you don't you say an, an unkind word about Cheez-Its? Cheez-Its I'll are what kind of Cheez-Its you don't like it. Cheez-Its are are amazing. I'm just gonna say that. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's in, the word. Amazing. In my fatter days, a couple of months ago. I could sit down and eat an entire box of Cheez-Its and not not even think about it. Like, I'm sitting there watching TV, and next thing I know, the box is empty. And like, the hell? I just opened this thing an hour ago. <laughs> you, didn't Sorry, find, you didn't appreciate my anecdote? No, because Cheez-Its suck. I could have done the same thing with Wheat Thins. The only reason I couldn't do that with Club Crackers is because I'd grab them out by the sleeve and go. <laughs> because you couldn't chase it with Bush Light like you probably did. So hey, I haven't drank Bush Light since I was in Nebraska. So what does that say? What does that say? It means you don't appreciate Ty's Brewery, a Blue Blood Brewery, which you should visit to go get some good prime rib tomorrow night. Uh, one, uh, I didn't know. I don't think Ty. When I when I met Ty, in, in person, I don't think I don't think you know he never brought up anything about blue blue blood brewery. Brewery. There you go. I'm sure we would have gone and eaten there instead of eating at Laszlo's. But uh, how, how do we not get any comp from that? How do we not get any a six pack every once in a while from Ty, man? Um, I mean, I know it's, I know it's the whole state line. They, that's probably what legality it is. thing. But you can bring us some. Son of a bitch. I mean, I brought ski back, you know, to Shadron from Illinois. That's that's got to be the same, right? Yeah, you sent ski to me from Texas from Illinois. It's true because I care. Complete, complete with ants. No, nah, the, the ants were your fault. The ants were 
the answerer because one of the cans broke open. Yeah, that's because not my UPS, fault. UPS says fragile. Challenge accepted. <laughs> yeah, that, that's uh, honestly, I, I haven't had a soda all year, all calendar okay. year, except for the two times when I felt like hell and like when I threw up a couple weeks ago, I I went for a, a sprite, grabbed a sprite on my way to work. But uh, yeah, we're 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 way off topic. Um, yeah, so I don't Nebraska, know how you can do it. So anyway. <laughs> Nebraska baseball, uh, yeah, needing to find some offense, and hopefully they can turn things around. I mean, the the good news is you look at, you know, like the like Illinois was so veteran heavy last year that they're just floundering right now. I mean, I looked at the standings earlier today as we record this on Friday the tenth, and they were, had, were two wins, you know, and and they were a weren't they a Final Four or Region champion team last year? I mean, they they had thirty wins or something. I think so. Um, yeah. Um, only really two good teams this year in the Big Ten are Indiana and Michigan. So, And Indiana. I was kind of up there right now, but I think it's because their strength of schedule is kind of iffy. So. Iowa's strength of schedule is in the upper 60s, whereas Indiana and Michigan are 100-plus. Um, yeah, well. And, and it, there's another one. Ohio State had, a, I thought, a pretty – Easy strength to schedule. Um, Number two in America. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Oh no, yeah, no, no, yeah, that's right. Okay, the opposite. They were ju- they're Bob. just they're just behind Nebraska. That's right. Um, all right, all right. Speaking of Nebraska, mm-hmm. let's talk about the debacle in Washington. Yeah. Well, do we want to talk? I mean, do we want to talk about the Nebraska game or everything else Big Ten related well, that's going on? There? I thought I thought the Nebraska game. You know. It, it, it's just a microcosm of February on. Yeah. Especially against a team that they was their last victory, and they beat pretty comfortably in Lincoln. You know, the doors start slamming, and and to be fair, they made it a game. They got the overtime where they never led the damn game. So no. the fact that they got the overtime probably is a little minor miracle in itself, but, you know, same scoring drought, same – Three-point defense, same, a lot of things, you know, and in the end, and, you know, it was tie, and I thought Jordy had a good game for the most part. I thought Jordy was okay. I thought, I thought Glenn Watson had clues, but and he got he got the three that got Nebraska tied and sent to overtime, but other than that, you're kind of like, yeah. I'm waiting on something, and it just never came. Which was, which is the microcosm of Nebraska season, it seemed like. Yeah, I mean, and and like you said, the, the way they fell apart in overtime is exactly how they fell apart. You know, I mean, if you look at that game against Penn State as you know, and and put it game by game to the to the schedule, they had flashes of brilliance and big big you know stretches of of drought and then at the end they fall apart and and that was i mean we've seen them play some good overtime periods this quarter or this season that was not one and they just got you know the i don't know again it's march everybody's been playing since you know october november or whatever um and and everybody's you know running low on the tank but man they 
they just they they just seemed like they didn't have anything left. So then, five minutes after the game, when we all ask, "Hey, is Tim Miles going to get fired or not?" Sean and Chris says, "Oh, he's coming back. Looking forward to everything." And, you know, defecates on our on our panel. <laughs> and, and the thing about that, though, is, and I don't. It would have been nice for him to have, you know, thrown the support. As, like we've been talking about it for almost a month now, ever since that one article came out and Nebraska started crap in the bed. Uh, you know the oh let's you know pray for Tim type of thing, um, and and they hadn't been playing very well ever since then. If he could have come out the the day that you know if if I course could have even done something as simple as the message he said on Twitter after the game, if he could have done something like that after that column came out and just thrown his support behind Miles, I think it would have changed perhaps the attitude. It might have changed the no. I, I think it would have changed the attitude of the fans. No. Because, number one, Sean Icord, we all know Sean Icord doesn't do that, except for maybe last this past year of football when the same goddamn writer, okay, whined and bitched him and pounded his hand on the table, wanted, gets pissed off when Sean doesn't talk, which is his M.O., Okay, um, and then Sean comes out and says, "Oh, you know, Mike's fine." All of a sudden, he doesn't talk till the end of the year, which he told everybody when he first took the goddamn job. Okay, that he wasn't going to talk at the end of the year. Now all of a sudden, everybody's pissed off. I writers did nothing. Well, okay, here's an idea. How about the writer who stomped and pouted and screamed on it in in a in a dollar newspaper that he had to sell? realize that, hey, maybe Sean's not going to talk. And maybe no matter what I do, it's not going to happen. So maybe I shouldn't just be a jackass, write a piece that scathes Sean because I need to get a dig into the football team in there as well, you know. And maybe I should just write gamers, wait till the end of the year, and then when Sean decides to say something, when we know it's going to happen, let it be. Because guess what? It was all self-inflicted. It was all created by a guy who really had, preaches toughness, preaches thick skin, doesn't show, doesn't practice what he preaches. If you ever found out on Twitter, because if you ask something of him, he blocks you like that. Okay, um, preaches. You know, you know when are you going to roll down your window? I'm mad as hell. I'm not going to take anymore. Preaches. Oh, we're going to put a banner up for Tyron Lue. We're going to get six stars that come into this program. We're never going to lose again. Huh, funny. That didn't happen. Um, you know, I mean, we sit there and we, you know, is the whole world hard good paper? Yeah, it is. But do a couple guys there just need an ego check? Yeah. Because guess what? Eventually, you're going to figure out how things work. And no matter how bad you stomp and get mad and pissed off, um, a guy that runs the damn thing ain't going to really care what you have to say no matter how much you advertise with them. Yeah, you can, you can complain about Sean's policy, and I'll listen to that. We all know what the damn policy is. And let's face it, Tim's the one who's out there, sits there and didn't really diffuse the fire. Okay? So, it's, it's kind of... His fault that is it his fault that his players didn't really answer? Fair. 
But you know what? Don't create the issue with that because all of a sudden you took, you know, after that Ohio State win, after that Penn State win, all of a sudden you made it sound like Tim's coaching for his life when he really wasn't. Okay. You know what I mean? It sound like, you know, Nebraska's the toughest sons of bitches around when the finish proved that they weren't. Okay. Yeah, they got tired. Oh, they're the young. Yeah, well, guess who else is young? I was pretty young, and they're they're a bubble team. Michigan State's just as young as Nebraska, and they ran us out of the building, and they're going to make the tournament. With the same type of youth as in guys that are not going to leave after one year. Um, so... Frankly, I don't think Nebraska really has an excuse for this season. You know, and your best excuse is Ed Morrow got hurt, which, okay, he was hurt for about seven games, if I remember right. What about the last month of the year? What about the ass-kicking by Michigan State? What about the what about the mauling, and I mean straight-up mauling, by Michigan for senior night? Are we gonna, you know, what are we going to blame on that? You know? Ty Webster's eight points. No. Do you think I just? That, I just yeah, go ahead. I was just. Do you think that maybe because he was the lone senior, that Ty tried too hard to carry the team? I mean, I, I suppose when, that's when, an argument you can make, and, and it's fair. When I watch some some of the games, and, and I'll be the first to admit that I did not watch every minute of every game, but a lot of times when I turn it on, if if they were, you know, if, if they were down and needing some kind of break, it seemed like Ty would just try to force the issue and and make something happen himself, right or wrong, whether it worked or not. It just seemed like, and, and I'm not I'm not saying that. You know the season, the woes, and everything are Ty Webster's fault. I'm, don't you know? Don't misinterpret what I'm saying. But it seemed like, for whatever reason, he felt like he had to be the guy that had to right the ship when it was sinking. A- a- answer this question for me: Who's the leader in Nebraska basketball this year? <laughs> we had that conversation last week. <laughs> exactly. You still don't know. We still don't know who the hell the leader team. You know, when did Tim Miles ever back off and let them just play? What if that happened in the five years he's been there? I guess because I, I watched I watched Wednesday afternoon. You know what all I heard Wednesday afternoon? Upon the capacity crowd at the Verizon Center, <laughs> I saw. You know what I heard? I didn't. You see, know what I heard? I, I didn't see the game, uh, all of it, but I know it was not a capacity crowd. Um, it was a StubHub. It was called StubHub Special. Plenty of good seats available. You know, all I heard was Tim yelling, Tim yelling, Tim yelling, Tim yelling, Miles yelling, do this, yelling, yelling, clapping, yelling. And eventually you get to the point like, man, you know, come February, do you just get tired of that? You hear it in practice. You hear it in games. You hear it in meetings. I would think that, that the – Tone and the approach is different in practice and meetings than it is in the game. I would think. I hope so. I mean, here's here's what we know as of you know the the weekend of the Big Ten tournament. Tim Miles is still 
the head coach of Nebraska men's basketball and will be for the 2017-2018 season. That's all we know, uh, and that he'll return a core group of, you know, some very capable athletes, and uh, they'll have, you know, a lot of time under their belts. He'll get uh, the kid from Georgetown who's eligible. He'll get the other transfer who was injured and missed the most, you know, almost I thought all. That was, I thought that was the guy. Oh, no, no, no. The Copeland kid was hurt and he had a surgery. Yeah. And you're talking uh, not Roby. No. Uh, no. You're talking. I'm, I'm talking about the kid from Georgetown who had to sit down, who had to sit out the year. Yeah, Copeland. Yeah, but he that wasn't because of surgery. No, because of transfer, but he still had back surgery. Well, that's fine. That's why he's not in Georgetown anymore. And then you had the one kid who turned his ankle, hurt hurt his knee, I guess. Yeah, so I mean, you got Anton Gill, 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 Gill. Yeah, Gil, so you Anton got Gil. you got those pieces in play. Like I said in the the round table that that we published the, the minute the clock went to zero is he's going to, you know, Tim pooped on. Yeah. That, thanks. But we added that to the end and we were able to get, you know, uh, occasional contributor, Sean, I <laughs> say on the matter. <laughs> oh, you made a good, you made a good round table for me to poop on. <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, like I said at, at the time, I said, you know what? He, uh, Tim miles with the exception of Ty Webster, he, he's got all this, toys in the toy box and, and he's going to have, you know, and, and I don't know the the NCAA rules as far as when they're able to meet after the season and, you know, when practices, I, I don't know, but he's going to have all this off season to get them ready. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm so here, here's my problem. And this is not just Nebraska men's basketball or football or, or anything, but, for the most part, I'm a pretty optimistic son of a gun. And I am optimistic. I'll be a cautiously optimistic, but optimistic for next year. And, and put it on uh, on the record. Here we are, episode 27 of the Five Heart Podcast. And I say now on the record that Nebraska will make the tournament next year and get a win. On and the if, record. And if, he, and if he doesn't make the tournament, his ass is canned, right? I would say so. Well, doesn't make the tournament. I can't say that. Um, if we have no, another season, no, 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 if we no, have no. another season like this, then yeah, he's gone. He makes the tournament, or he's fired. I don't. I don't think it's that. I mean, he could yeah, have. It's it's as cl- it's as clear cut as it is. It's your I, I, I don't think so because if he, it, it, it's your sixth year. You have ten guys in the rivals. That was one time in the rivals top fifty, well, one fifty, with, um. All but one guy coming back that was your leading scorer. And yeah, it's your leading scorer again. I get that, but you finally have a big. You finally have depth on the bench. It's your sixth season. It's finally your you know all the guys okay. that you should have probably recruited your first couple three years, but you depended on the transfer rules so bad. Now let it's me NCA or Buster Ten Miles. Let me. Let me dispute that, and I'll tell you why. If you put together a hell of a season, but miss out on the bubble, because okay, if you miss on the bubble, that's I'll live with that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. That that that's that that that's why I disputed your your statement from the beginning. I think you can have a successful season, but because of 
you know, the the brackets being what they are and how every, you know, conference is guaranteed a spot. And, you know, at times the Big Ten is a powerful conference and at times it's not. And, I mean, if you have four teams out of the ACC and three teams out of the SEC and the Big 12 doing whatever the hell they're doing and, and I mean, it, it I want them to compete You're gonna at a higher level. You're going to get teams out of the- you can get six teams out of the Big Ten. I don't think on so. On the absolute most down year. I don't think so. No way. Uh, on the on. Uh, let, let's say okay, so this year, Maryland, Michigan State, uh, Wisconsin, Michigan, Minnesota, Michigan, 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 Northwestern. For sure. Northwestern, yeah, yeah, Iowa. I was probably a fringe. I was probably a first fourteen. Again, that's seven. Indiana. Indiana's an NIT team. Okay. Uh, who are we missing? I guess that's all of them. Yeah. All right. So that's all right. Purdue. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Did you say Purdue? I did not say Purdue. So that's a big one. Um, obviously the top seed in the Big Ten. Okay, that's, yes. okay so that's at least eight teams. All right, so that's ha- – okay, that's fine. But it, it, okay. if, if you can't be in the top – if you're in the top half of the Big Ten, you're making the, big, the NCAA tournament. So that, that – I, I say that can't be the goal. I mean, I think the goal's got to be, you know, play on Friday. What do you mean? Have have such have have such a good season that you don't you know you get two buys and you get to play on Friday instead of Wednesday or Thursday of the Big Ten tournament. Well, that didn't work for Nebraska originally when they tried it a couple years ago. So, <sighs> I mean, I get your point, but I'm just saying it didn't work. And then they went to San Antonio, and then Carl Hess burned straight to hell. So. Point this. What, what I'm saying, I, I, I'm on the record for what I, my statement of what I think this team will accomplish this time next year. Here, here, here's the point I'm going to make. If it doesn't happen, and, and I'd say it's not. I'm not saying it's not going to happen, but I'd say it's not because, you know, oh, we're going to be Minnesota. Minnesota was completely different. Minnesota had lost players because they were shooting porn, and they had a bunch of transfers this year, and that kind of that kind of I'm sorry. I'm not lying. I know. I know. It's just okay. It's just funny. Here's the problem when you say, "Okay, just one more year." You know, yeah, you're spending money on miles and everything, and he's got, but you lose something you can't get back, and that's time. Okay, and you have a roster that fairly young, but is going to get older. You know. And if Tim doesn't do very well next year, he's fired. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then you bring in another guy who don't know if he can recruit. He'll have to recruit as well as Tim, but he'll have to actually have development. And that's something Tim's completely lacked on. That's just the honest and God truth. Development for Tim has lacked. The only kid that got better. There's only two people I can think of on this team this year. They got better. Okay, Jordy Shimanga, Roby and Jordy, and Jordy to to 
Jordy's serviceable now. Well, well, I was going to say, you know, he he had so much room to go because he he's still so new to the game. So he's yeah he's he he had so much to learn and a lot of catch up to do. And so I think that's why he saw you know the most most gains, most improvements. So yeah, I mean, I think I think Ed Morrow has room to improve. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes I think Ed. Ed plays, you know, I think Ed plays a little too small sometimes. How many times do we see him catch the ball in the post? If he just goes up with it, he scores, but he goes down, power dribbles, and all, and all hell breaks loose. And that has been, I mean, that's not an Ed Morrow thing. That's a big man thing. I mean, most. Yeah, but it always seems like it happens to Ed more times than not. Well, yeah. Especially the last half of the year, you know. So let's. Now, now so we got, we, we've gotten our piece about Nebraska ball out. Okay. Let's talk about this this great idea Jim Bellini had. Which, by the way, is a horrible idea. Which is, you know, there's a long fucking list of great ideas that Jim Delaney has had that are not very good Rutgers. But, <laughs> Maryland. <laughs> but, well, Maryland. Oh, Maryland's probably going to win this tournament. They're going to win the women's tournament. They're pretty good in baseball. They're tolerable in football. Maryland's okay. I can live with Maryland. All right. They bring crab cakes. Even though you hate crab cakes, I, they bring crab cakes. All right? and it's not that I hate them. It's just that I've never had it one apparently done right or had Captain one D's. Captain D's, yeah. That's what I had for dinner tonight. Uh, see, that's my point. All right. That's um, my point, Blue. Anyway. Yeah, so, let, I mean, obviously we know that when, when they expanded further east and brought in Maryland and Rutgers that – you know, we we discussed about. I don't think there's any secret that it was a ploy, albeit you know uh, subversive or not, to get into the New York market. Uh, in in a step to do that, uh, they have weaselled their way into Washington D.C., the site, of course, of the 2017 Big Ten Men's Basketball Tournament, the Verizon Center, and Bards. Mm-hmm. Bards. Yeah. And, what a train wreck. And if you have or have been watching the early games of the, of the tournament, you'll know that not a whole lot of people came out. Um, I, I joked with some of my coworkers being in Illinois, knowing that they were Illinois fans. I said, hey, if you can hop a flight real quick and get to Washington, D.C. by noon, you can watch Illinois play uh, for a ticket that starts at $2. Two dollars. Dollars to see Is that Canadian or American? American to see oh. Big Ten tournament play. Um, you know, it's 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 ridiculous. I mean, and and it's not it's not centrally located, which sounds like such a cop out. But if you are, let's say you're a Nebraska fan in Scotts Bluff, and you're diehard, it's a hell of a long drive. Or, or journey just to get to Lincoln to see a home game. It is, you know, it, getting to Indianapolis or Chicago is is darn near impossible. Are you really going to go and mess with Washington D.C. to? Well, also ask yourself this: if you're if you're in a tournament team, you're like, ooh, I can save my money for second, third round games, right? You know, which are probably going to be closer to home. Yeah, you know. I don't know where the I don't know where the regionals are this year. I mean, don't ask nothing against it, but you know, 
Um, what's what's closer, Kansas City? Um, hell, Dayton. Yeah, Dayton's closer than Washington um, D.C. Washington D.C. You know, and it's just so. And if you're not in tournament team, are you really going to be sitting there going, man? You know, I got to go. I got to go to the most expensive part of one of the most expensive places in America just to go watch my team go zero for one. Right. I mean, okay, it's not your family, maybe, but sure, but you know. It's just not it didn't make a whole lot of sense in my I mean I'm I'm big on central locations anyway. I think if you know if it's in the center center and everybody can come together, I just feel like and I'm not talking about, you know, like the the I don't I don't want to say unfair advantage, but you know, like Nebraska, Iowa, Minnesota, these teams have to travel the farthest just to get there. Now obviously none of them had the issues that Michigan had. Uh, in in getting to Washington D.C., but they have to travel the farthest. Whereas, you know, even the Penn State, but Maryland, Rutgers, they have you know a hop, skip, and a jump to get to. Now, now watching watching highlights right now as as we do this of Northwestern and Maryland, stands pretty full. Okay, now to be fair, that also has a lot of purple because you know Northwestern their best season in school history. You know, and they ended up winning that game last you know tonight. And and that's the um, thing though it's it's also the difference between a Friday night and a Wednesday or Thursday noon too so it, yeah. and I and I understand that I discount that a little bit but um, you know I, I I work with the guy whose son is a big Kentucky fan and went to the Kentucky game against Georgia uh, on Friday noonish and that was in Nashville and again Nashville is not really centrally located for the SEC I mean that would be more you know, Georgia or, or, you know, something like that. But, you know, I, I think the ticket price cost him 150 bucks a pop and there was a good crowd on hand. Again, difference between Friday or Thursday or Wednesday. But, you know, my point remains the same. I, I thought, I always thought that Washington DC and New York just to try to get, I, I just, I don't know if New York cares about the Big Ten. Well, gonna find out. You know why? Why, Brian? Why? Because next season, and, and I'm sure some know, but not a lot too. The Big Ten tournament will be in Madison Square Garden. Okay. Now, now here's granted, the that, that is the most famous, you know, arena in the country. Most or, famous. You know, yeah. Wouldn't you think? Well. Yeah. Okay. But well, here's the. Kicker. I mean, it's not. It's not a dome. It's not a football. But as now, far as arenas now. go, wouldn't you think that that's the most famous arena in the country? Yes, but there's a catch. Uh-huh. Ready? The catch is the Big Ten tournament will be played and finished a week before Selection Sunday, which is probably the first time I've ever heard that for the Big Ten tournament. Because it's never happened before. Because the original commitment for Madison Square Garden is what they like. What they have right now. The Big East tournament. Aha! Uh-huh. Way to go, Mister Delaney. Well, I mean, let's think about this. In one way, if you have like a top, top seed from there, it works out because then you get them over equal rest and they win the title, you know, and they're the one seed and such like that. Now that being said, if you have a bubble team, okay, if you're a bubble team and you're kind of if you that's a weak. That you can't pee straight. 
okay? You can't. <laughs> you're going to be sitting there going, man, do we're in? Are we out? And you're going to watch a lot of TV. You're going to watch a lot of other teams. And you're going to go you know, crazy. Like, the, like this year, the Vanderbilts, the Kansas States, the, the you know, That's a lot not... of schools can pass you up. A lot of schools can go down below you, but, man. That, uh, that was a perspective, you know, that I never considered is, you know, what happens if you're the bubble and you're trying to, you know, you're not gonna you're not gonna get a whole lot of sleep trying to wait in one more week. So, so and, and actually, it's not the worst idea because you're gonna get a lot of you know, you get a lot of exposure because you know ESPN, Big Ten Network, you know, and I buy that. But um, there's sacrifices that you got to make, and that's gonna be a big one. Maybe they'll get more people, and I think they'll get more people because Rutgers, I think a lot of more people like in Penn State, Ohio State, Maryland. I think a lot of, you know, you got a lot of people in New York, in New York City, and, and, and they'll be interested in that. I'm I, more interested in D.C., but is it still better than Indianapolis? Is it still better than Chicago? You know, the Wednesday games suck anyway, but, you know, I don't know. Let me... And what's that do, and what's that, and what's that do for your regular season schedule, you know? To take away the bye week, does it make you play an extra game or two in a week? Did you play play one week with three games? I mean, what you know? Let me ask this question: Is that the goal? Is that the corporate Big Ten goal for football as well to try to get the Big Ten championship? In in like, I don't uh, think so. You think they're still um, going to try to keep that in Indy? I think they're going to try to get that in Indy because you, you have a couple choices, okay? You have Indy, you know, you have that new the new joint in Minneapolis. You could probably try out. Um, they're they're one to yeah. try to keep it in indoors. I w- yeah, um, hmm. I, yeah, and, and I I think that's fine because well we jo- um, we joked about it before, but St. Louis has a dome they're not using. <laughs> that's SEC footprints. Uh, yeah, but it's kind of um, central. I mean, Illinois played there plenty of times, and yeah, they used yeah. to play uh, Missouri um, in the bragging rights game. So, I just hell you can you can play. You know where would be a good place for the Big Ten tournament? Tournament or the Big Ten football championship? Basketball basketball tournament. Basketball okay, tournament. you know be a good place for it. Detroit, the new arena in Detroit. That'd be all right. And they could Downtown certainly Detroit. use the surplus uh, income as well. Yeah, because the Red Wings aren't doing nothing. Well, that's so. true. Um, but, but you know what I'm saying, though. I yeah, mean, no, yeah. And it's, again, it's it's in Big Ten territory, which I think... And, and it, if you sit there and think, well, the Red Wings are there, the Pistons are there, well, guess what? Um, capitals and the Capitals and the Wizards Wiz are there. Next year, it's going to be a two-week... The Knicks vacation uh, for the Knicks and the and the Rangers, you know. Yeah, I mean, you went Chicago Bulls and Blackhawks. Indianapolis, you had the Pacers. Stuff. Yeah, um, that was it. I think there. I think there's a hockey team in that arena. In Indianapolis, I want to say, say AHL team. Maybe I might be wrong, but I, I'm pretty sure there is one of those teams that you could. Probably yeah, because bump. yeah, because. Uh, the Lincoln Stars have played in that arena before with the USHL. Well, look at you. So, uh, thank you very little. Let's wrap up this episode like we wrapped up uh, last week's episode. Less we, anger. Hmm. Less anger. 
less anger. I mean, I think, I thought you said, I think we've been been pretty pretty well mellowed uh, this time. Uh, but with a little wrestling update, uh, this oh, is oh, oh, regular wrestling. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, yeah. Like WWE, it was going to be like <laughs> <laughs> really. Well, we are on the road to WrestleMania, Brian. Hey, carry on anyway. <laughs> uh, Nebraska has seven NCAA championship qualifiers. They all earn seeds. Uh, the NCAA released brackets on Wednesday. Six Huskers seated in the top ten of their weight classes, led by number four seed Tyler Berger at 157 pounds. Uh, Berger leads all Husker starters with 32 wins this season. Uh, it's his second career NCAA appearance after making it to the round of 12 a year ago. Big Ten runner-up Tim Lambert, the senior from Forest Hills, Michigan, is a number five seed at 125. He's 28-6 and six and leads all Husker starters with eight pins. And this is his fourth NCAA appearance. Seniors Eric Montoya, 133, TJ Dudley, 184, and Aaron Studebaker, 197, are each seated seventh. Montoya was an All-American last season. Uh, Dudley's a two-time All-American and last year's runner-up. And Studebaker is making his third NCAA appearance after making it to the round of 12 the back-to-back years. Uh, Colton McChrystal's number nine seed at 141 pounds. He's 31-9 and nine this season and finished third at the Big Ten Championships. He tied for the lead among Husker starters with nine major decisions and is making his first NCAA uh, tournament appearance. And senior Colin Jensen of Mobridge, South Dakota, is, uh, earned a 13 seed at heavyweight, making his fourth appearance at the NCAA Championships. He's 28-11, and 11, and he took fifth at the conference tournament. So uh, good luck to the wrestlers. And, you know, that still goes on in St. Louis, and I'd really like to get over there. I just don't have time or I know I could probably use Coronation, get some credentials, and, and save the money, but I just don't have the time. I gotta, I gotta try to stay at work and make money. So, sorry, Husker fans, I'm not going to be of any help to you next week. God damn it! Right, I, come on. Well, you know, situations are changing, so we'll see what we'll okay. see what becomes. So, you know, Greg can answer this for you when you're when you're credentialed at a place. Okay. Okay. Uh huh. You know, what, what the one thing you do in your credentials is you eat the press box food. Um, honestly, right? here, here's the thing. I've never gone to any event that was big enough that really re- required credentials. Um, and mm-hmm. the one – trying. all right, so this, this is not going to mean anything to anybody except that it is the longest annual – like the longest running uh, annual – Christmas holiday boys basketball tournament in the state of Illinois. It's uh, the Centralia uh, holiday tournament. It's been going on for seventy plus years, and I've always I always I worked two or three of those tournaments for the radio station, and I was always told about the the great great food. Oh man, have you been to the hospitality room? You got to check out the hospitality room. I'm like, yeah, no, I haven't had a chance yet. But I, as soon as I get done here, I, I will. Or you know, I'll get there early tomorrow. I can never find the damn hospitality room. All the times that I was there, I was mad. So, at the baseball game, they bring in this chicken place, right? Uh-huh. This local place. It's called Polo Tropical. Polo what? Okay, the chicken. Polo Tropical. Tropical okay. or something like that. Some weird. 
Pollo Tropical. I mean, okay. it, it, it's around the Dallas Fort Worth area, but there's nowhere. It's like nowhere near me. Okay. Okay. It's all like Plano, Northeast Dallas, and everything. You know, which is fine. I've heard of the place. I just never had it. So we the chicken. The chicken. I could have jumped in at eight fifty pieces. You know, <laughs> but you know, you know, gotta, withdraw. You know, get sure, reserve yeah. yourself. You know. Yeah. Oh, and they. Oh, it's at Dr Pepper Ballpark, so they served RC. Oh, baby. RC Cola. It's it's okay. When you haven't had it in a while, it's fine. Um, But anyway, so they make the chicken. They make this cornbread, and the cornbread's good. It's a little overdone. It's cool. They had black beans and rice. I'm like, you know, I'm going to skip that. But then it's like the sixth inning of the Friday night game, and, you know, it was a one-nothing game, so it's not like you were just clipping around being, you know, fast and everything. So I said, you know, let's try the salad, you know, because I didn't. I was kind of hungry, but I wasn't hungry, and the fruit had been out since like one o'clock, and it's like yeah, that banana. I don't really trust. I don't really <laughs> trust that apple. You know, not not saying they were bad. It's just you know, you, you're kind of iffy. So I put some ranch on it, right? And I eat a bite of ranch, and it was straight raw garlic in this ranch. Ooh. And I'm like, okay, that maybe I caught. You know, you're thinking, oh, maybe I caught a bad piece. You know. Take a drink, take another bite. Nope, I didn't catch a bad piece. It's there's garlic in there, and I'm like, man, I've never heard of a salad dressing like ranch that has like straight garlic like that, you know. So you asked an attendant? No, there was no attendant. No, the attendant was me. (laughs) I mean, it was it was me and it was me and Evan Flip from the Omaha World Herald standing in that suite. I think okay. I've never heard of any any. I mean, short of like the the garlic sauce that you get on, you know, with Papa John's pizzas, I've never heard of any, any yeah. dressing that was so garlicky like that. So that's really unusual. So Saturday night was actually really good because it was kolaches and French fries from Cane's. It, it, it Matt, it, it went well. Trust me, it, it sounds weird, but it went well. And then Sunday was Jersey Mike's. Hmm. It's like a sub chain, and they were good. I, uh, I I'm gonna lose lose some some friends on this. The wife and I a few friends. months back, yeah, shut up. Wife and I a few <laughs> months back, we uh, I, on a Saturday I stopped, and actually this is during football season because I stopped and was like eager to get home before the game started, and I stopped at a Penn Station and got us each a sub, and. After I got home and ate the sub, I said, "You know what? That that left me very underwhelmed." So, in, in in the in the search for the next great sub, I didn't find it at Penn Station. What's really frustrating is when you know the one place I actually dig for subs more than anything is Quiznos. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like Quiznos. I, they get a bad rap for some reason, but I enjoy them. And I can't, they can't find them. Anywhere to save your life, it seems like the one there was one that was open near my house, and it was actually a really good one because the guy who owned it was a veteran, you know, and he seemed to do well, but he always seemed like it was always weird because he always seemed to have like you know bad help, you know, like the police he hired just never worked out very well for him, you know, mm-hmm. and you know, with fast food and such like that, oh, yeah, it, yeah. that happens, you know. And then one day he just up and closed and never told anybody and said, you know, I'm good. I'm, I'm done. And 
is what it is. And I'm like, okay. And you always go, you know, big metro, you're looking for something and you can't find anything. And it kind of just drives you nuts. I'll tell you what, though, I'm forever grateful that one random Tuesday evening on my way home, I did locate Tim Hortons. Man. <laughs> Tim Hortons. Tim Hortons owned by Burger King. Yeah, no. Owned by which owns Popeyes now. Yep, I, I just hope that uh, that Tim Hortons doesn't start serving a Whopper because then I'll be sad. No, but if they if they put the little Popeyes into the chicken sandwich, we'd be all happy. Let's be all right with that. All right, Brian, let's let's wrap it up. And get on out of here. All right, guys. Peace out, chicken grease. Yeah, we've talked about chicken or whatever, whatever the whatever the hell that even means. I think it's love, peace, and chicken grease. All right, I don't know what for it means. Brian. I'm Gre- for Brian. I'm Greg. Wait, yeah. shit. No, Back, yeah, please. yeah. For Brian Toll, I'm Greg Mahachko. Reminding you this week and every week that five heart is all the heart you need. Go big red. Yeah. This is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com. Jittery Monkey.